0: Welcome to Attention Talk Radio, your ADHD information station where we help those with ADHD pay attention to attention, with your host, ADHD and attention
1: coach, Jeff Copper. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to this edition of Attention Talk Radio. I'm your host, ADHD and attention coach, Jeff Copper. Our topic tonight, did Oscar Schindler of the Holocaust have ADHD? Um with us in our virtual studio is uh, Kevin Roberts. Before we get into the me the show, real quickly, our show is being brought to you by children and adults with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Um, in celebration of that event, we're going to give away some um, issues to Attention Magazine in a digital form, PDF specifically. In order to do that, all you have to do is uh, listen to our show. Uh, we give out secret words during our show, so like today, right? today's word down, and then when you listen to uh, another show recently, write that secret word down, and all you have to do is email me at attention, at attentiontalkradio.com uh, with your name and the uh, two secret words, and I'll pass it on to um, children, uh, adults with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, better known as CHAD, and they will get you a PDF copy of the current magazine, and then one uh, when the next edition comes out. Um, Let's see, also, Women Palooza is their fourth year is coming up. Um, I think the end of February, February the 25th in the year 2019. I'm ecstatic. Uh, I was invited back again for the fourth year. Um, I'm very excited about my particular topic. Um, I think there's also about 29 other um, uh, experts. Uh, that are going to be kind of chiming in on the event. Uh, Just uh, Google Women Palooza, P-A-L-O-O-Z-A, and you can learn more about that event. Register. It's a free event, Um, and there's a lot of stuff, again, particularly uh, about ADHD and females. Um, Dad's got a little tip we're going to run, and then we'll start to get into the show. Some adults with ADHD have very successful careers. Others struggle with a variety of challenges, including procrastination and difficulty in managing complex projects. Consider your unique picture as you design strategies and accommodations for the workplace. For the best tips, visit helpforadhd.org. That's H E L P, the number four, ADHD.org. Thanks again, Chad, for uh, your continued support. For those who are not familiar with Chad, they're the world's uh, largest not-for-profit organization that advocates on behalf of those with ADHD. Uh, We encourage our listeners to become members to support that organization. A a strong Chad is a strong ADHD community. They are the ones that advocate for us on Capitol Hill and different regulatory agencies. Um, And also being a member, you get a lot of great uh, member benefits. Um, You can learn more by going to chadd.org. All right, so let's get into this tonight's show. Uh, this is a bit of a unique show for us. Um, it, it's a little bit speculative, but still I think that there's a lot here. The talk is Oscar uh, Schindler of the Holocaust. Um, uh, did he have ADHD? And we're not 100% sure of that because we don't actually have diagnostic records. However, um, we're gonna, Kevin Roberts is going to come on in a minute, and we're going to talk about his experience. And the thing I think that's really important to do is uh, what we're going to talk about really mirrors a lot of ADHD stories that are out there and I think it's very, very inspirational and it's, it's kind of cool to kind of look at uh, this particular story um, and Kevin's story about how he uh, came to pursue uh, researching this. So we have kind of two things going on at one time and say, hey, listen, there's, there's people with ADHD that are really having an impact and I think there's a lot of little things that we can pull out that uh, we can highlight that are very much a part of the ADHD experience. So... Kevin Roberts has spent a good deal of his life um, uh, coming to terms with his own ADHD and cyber addiction. He's got a master's degree in ADHD and addiction studies. Um, that was kind of individualized degree that he kind of pulled together along the way. He's trained uh, many therapists, uh, students, uh, physicians, nurses, teachers, parents, and school administrators on the perils of overuse of the internet, video games, as well as ADHD. Uh, as an aside, we did a three-part study on ADHD. Me, a Three-part series on ADHD and. Uh, Addiction some time ago with Dr. Uh, Clifford Sussman, of interest. Uh, he's a sought-after speaker, that being Kevin, um, given lectures and workshops around the world. He speaks five languages fluently, which is really fascinating in and of itself. He has written and co authored several books, including Cyber Junkie Escape the Gaming Internet Trap, Movers, Dreamers, and Risk Bakers Unlocking the Power of ADHD, Schindler's Gift, that we'll talk about today, one of uh, men's. Hardest ADHD Challenges of the World, and Get the Game On, The Essential Family Guide to Healthy Screen Behavior. And with that, Kevin, welcome to the show.
0: It's really great to be here, and I'm excited and privileged to be part of the show today, Jeff. And thanks for that great introduction. Yeah, I
1: think, hey, no problem. Thanks for coming on. Everybody, we'll, we'll, we'll give this out again later, but to learn more about Kevin, I forgot to do this in the bio, go to his website at kevinjroberts.net. So let's get This is a little bit of fun. So, um... Kevin, you and I just briefly spoke, and you just recently wrote this book, Schindler's Gift. And tell me about, if I remember right, you were actually watching Schindler's List of the Movie, and you were watching that, and uh, there was a part in that movie that kind of struck you. Hey, is it right that that you were inspired by the, watching the movie? And can you tell us about that experience and the part that kind of started all this for you?
0: Yeah, I was watching the movie for the first time at home. I was lying in bed, and this particular scene came on, and I'll recount the scene you. Yitzhak Stern, uh, played by Ben Kingsley, is incredulous at this idea that Oscar Schindler had. He wanted Jewish investors to finance his operation, and he wanted Yitzhak Stern to run the factory. And so Yitzhak Stern says, Mr. Schindler, let me understand. They put up all the money. I do all the work. What if you don't mind my asking, would you do? And Oscar Schindler, played by Liam Neeson, says, I'd make sure it's known the company was in business. I'd see that it had a certain panache. That's what I'm good at, not the work, not the work, the presentation. And I paused the movie at that point, and something stirred in me, and I watched it multiple times again. And then I finished the movie, and and the the next day I had this idea. Well, maybe that guy had ADHD. That sounds like a lot of ADHD people I know. It sounds like me. And uh, so I began an odyssey of researching his life, uh, pouring through the memoirs of his wife, Emily Schindler, uh, Schindler survivors. I've been to the Czech Republic and Poland a dozen times uh, to uh, research his life, and I've read anything and everything I can on Oscar Schindler. And what I can tell you, and I'm certainly willing, Jeff, to get into the details, is that the, the evidence for him having ADHD or at least executive function deficits is overwhelming.
1: Wow. So real quick did I hear that did I say he doesn't I don't do the work, I do the presentation. Right. Wow. He
0: makes it fun I, I've he never heard that exciting. before. That's kind of
1: interesting how I'm sorry?
0: He makes it fun, he makes it exciting, he makes it interesting, but he's not gonna do the detail.
1: Wow. I know a bunch of people. I can't wait to tell this. You know, I make it exciting. I'm not into the details. That's, that's kind of cool. So, um, so that caught your eye. You did the research, and you say the evidence is overwhelming. There's something there. Can you just kind of tell us about um, how you went about researching? And kind of, I want to segue into like, how you started where you, and where you went, and then we'll just kind of talk about the nuggets and stuff that you kind of grabbed along the way. Well,
0: the first major book that I read was put out by a professor at uh, North Carolina, Chapel Hill. Uh, his name is David Crow, and David wrote a 900 page thesis, which is a book um, now, on Oscar Schindler's life. And, you know, he was kind of my guide to the historical record. So I used David Crow as my guide. He's probably the world's foremost uh, Schindler expert. I also interviewed survivors and I interviewed. Uh, the descendants of survivors. And one little tidbit I want to give you is many people in your audience will be familiar with the great Dr. Joseph Biederman, one of the most widely uh, published uh, scientists on ADHD. Joseph Biederman's parents were survivors on Schindler's List. They were on Schindler's List. Joseph Biederman actually met Oscar Schindler in Argentina as a child and I met with Dr. Biederman at Massachusetts General a couple of years ago to talk about his story. So, you know, for, to a large extent, I was pretty exhaustive in my research, both you know, going over the historical record as well as talking to survivors that, who are still alive and some of their descendants. Uh, and Emily Schindler's, uh, his wife's memoirs, uh, were particularly valuable because they gave a portrait of the day-to-day life with Oscar Schimber and showed how a lot of the ADHD symptomology showed up in their daily interactions.
1: I, I tell you what, I, I want to kind of just have you just kind of give us a diatribe on what you saw in that stuff, um, but to kind of keep this simple, let's we're going to go to break a little bit early so we can get that out of the way, and then we'll come back and we can spend some time kind of going through that. Everyone... Um, To learn more about Kevin, go to his uh, website at kevinjroberts.net. And our secret word tonight is Oscar. Again, the secret word tonight is Oscar. We're going to go to a break for these messages. We'll come right back and uh, really uh, have a lot of fun. I can't wait to hear what Kevin has for us. So with that, we'll be right back after these messages. Your life, your world, your choice. This is Attention Talk Radio. Do you worry when your child is left out? Does your child have trouble making and keeping friends? Do they act out in school? Life skills can be challenging for ADHD kids. Learn how you can be her greatest ally. Get your parenting questions answered live the first Monday of every month in a Facebook chat with former Attention Talk Radio host Caroline McGuire. She's the author of the upcoming book, Why Will No One Play With Me? Go to www.carolinemcguireauthor.com to learn more. Transform lives as a professionally trained ADHD coach at the ADD Coach Academy. ADHD coaching is in demand, a calling, and a career. Learn how you can change your lives by going to addca.com slash ATR. That's addca.com slash ATR. The average annual cost of attending college starts around $25,000. Students who have ADHD are at high risk of dropping out because they haven't learned the critical skills they need to succeed in school. Protect your investment with an Edge Foundation coach, specifically trained to help students with ADHD and executive function challenge make the transition from high school to college. Visit edgefoundation.org to learn more or call 206-632-9497 and use promo code EDGE to get your free college success guide. Hey, are you parenting your kid who struggles with performance, motivation, or behavior? I'm Cindy Goldrich, parent coach and teacher trainer. Join me to learn how to reduce the chaos and stress and tackle issues such as motivation, setting boundaries, and increasing compliance. I've been helping parents for over 10 years through my nationally recognized parent workshop series, Calm and Connected. Join me for a live webinar, and it's now also available on demand. Go to ptscoaching.com to register today. That's ptscoaching.com. Make every moment count with Time Timer, a sensitive solution for ADHD time management. It shows how much time is left using a bright red disc that gets smaller as time passes. To place an order for a Time Timer, all you have to remember is Timetimer.com. Managing ADHD is about pausing before you ponder and proceed. This opportunity to practice pausing is being brought to you by DigCoaching.com. And now, back to Attention Talk Radio. Welcome, everybody. We're here with Kevin Roberts having a great conversation. Um, Kevin recently wrote a a book, uh, Schindler's Gift. Um, It's inspired by him actually watching the movie, uh, making some notations in there, saying, hmm, I wonder what's here, and doing some research um, into it. Um, We're going to get into some of the research that he's done on this, but uh, on the break I was actually thinking about, you know, Kevin, at the end of the day, Oscar did some really amazing day really some amazing things rose up and saved like 1,200 people and stuff like that, which is the outcome that's really, really kind of amazing. Um, and, uh, you can comment on that just a second to, just to add to that. Now, I really want to throw that in because we want to go through what you learned in terms of the research and, and really how this so much mirrors an ADHD story and really to inspire everybody uh, to understand that this is this is a real story. We believe the the gentleman had ADHD, uh, but in the same situation, you know, those with ADHD can actually do some amazing things. So you want to just, cut to just jump to the end real quick, and then we'll start back at the beginning of your research?
0: So you want me to share with you some of the research about ADHD traits he exhibited? Or do you, or do you want sure, me to, yes. to talk about it? Yeah, okay. Well, first of all, I think one of the most powerful quotes uh, comes from Emily Schindler, and Emily Schindler referred to her husband as habitually inattentive. She once shared that she went away for a couple weeks, and he forgot to feed the dog, and the dog died. Um, Oscar hated school, got in trouble regularly, had trouble sitting still, had trouble keeping his mouth shut. He was a kinesthetic learner. He was often spotted around town with an oily rag and tools hanging out of his pockets. He liked to be interactive. He was a hands-on learner. He delighted in taking things apart and putting them back together. Oscar was somebody who needed intensity in his life, like a lot of ADHDers like me. He gravitated towards motorcycle racing automobile racing, but you know, Oscar struggled with boredom. So he, uh, dabbled in addiction. He was a man who struggled with addiction his whole his whole life. He struggled with relationships because he would get bored. He would move on. He started many, many business ventures, but then usually would just give up because he was bored or he hadn't thought about it, uh, enough to handle the details to properly and strategically plan. Um, Oscar, one of the reasons I maintain that he succeeded so well during World War II is he found a mission. You know, ADHD people are often not, we're not good at doing jobs, but if we have a mission, if we have a sense of purpose, we can thrive. He also had intensive support. He had some of Krakow, Poland's greatest businessmen who happened to be Jewish. I call them his ADHD coaches. And he also had something that many of us with ADHD crave, a sense of intensity. During the war years, intensity did not have to be searched for, intensity came to him. And there was something about saving human life that roused his brain during those years. And people who knew him, especially his wife, said that Oscar was able to pay attention at that time. He was able to be present during that time, whereas before and after he wasn't. He failed in every other business venture he ever put his hand to.
1: Yes, i want to kind of pause you. There's an old saying out there. I, I don't remember where I heard it first, uh, but I have heard it a couple times And it goes like, you know, when the world is in chaos, the ADHD mind is cool as a cucumber.
0: But when the world
1: is calm, the ADHD mind is in chaos. Um, I've done other shows before where uh, I've interviewed uh, ADHD Formula One drivers, and they've described, you know, it's only when I'm going 180 miles an hour, and finally is the world, it's Common slow place because finally I had the one that sped up to the pace of my mind. And that what you're describing here about the intensity really kind of comes to him is a story that I've heard a lot in different types of. In fact, I actually will never forget, I was uh, coaching a woman one time many years ago on a story how she had gotten shot by a bullet in a restaurant parking lot when the and she had ADHD. And when the EMS people came up, she was the one trying to get everybody else to calm down and kind of work their way through it. So i um, just going to highlight that, because that's not uncommon um, in the ADHD community. I love how you said the intensity came to him.
0: Yeah, and, you know, I with the case of Oscar, I like Ned Halliwell's quote, um, a race car brain with bicycle brakes. And uh, Oscar Schindler was an actual professional race car driver but like a lot of adhd people he he enjoyed quick and almost instantaneous success and then after a year he you know was on the professional racing circuit he gave it up you know it's like okay you know i've done this this is no this isn't this isn't fun anymore and he gave it up so he was oscar schindler was actually a professional race car driver because of you know that need for intensity and you know uh a a concomitant uh, difficulty functioning in bored, m- boring, mundane, and ordinary situations.
1: Yeah. Uh, just as a point of reference, if you're listening out there, you just, we did a, sh- a couple shows on boredom specifically, about the research on that and how those with ADHD are more predisposed to uh, boredom and some stuff like that. So just if you're interested in learning more about that, uh, go check out that show. You said you got a lot from Emily's memoirs. Tell us about that. Well...
0: Oscar was a very inattentive spouse, and he struggled to keep his wife because he would frequently go off on trips because she called him restless. He just couldn't stay in one place for very long, and he couldn't find a way to be satisfied with one woman. So he, he, was a, he had affairs. I mean, he was a textbook womanizer. Um, And also, she said that when he was bored, he would often struggle intensively with addiction. You know, so when you talk about that uh, paradigm of boredom as a way of understanding the ADHD brain, you know, it's no wonder that so many of us struggle with addiction because addiction in many ways just means that I don't find this reality very interesting. I've got to find a way to alter my brain um, so that I, I can at least feel something. So, you know, her yeah. memoirs show the daily um, toll that a lot of his undiagnosed ADHD behaviors uh, caused for their marriage, and eventually they they broke up, uh, they divorced. Uh, and then he, he went of, and yes. he just had woman after woman after woman. And as you well know, you know, many of us with ADHD, we struggle to maintain long-term relationships. Um, You know, for a variety of reasons, one of which is boredom. You know, we get bored with people and we move on. Um, And we we struggle to, you know, to do the hard work that it takes to to keep keep a relationship going.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Um, Hey, let's do this. Let's go to our second commercial break. We'll come back. We'll talk about the book, and then talk about some of the things he did in the Holocaust for those that are not familiar with his particular story. Um, as we begin to pull some things together, really look at some of the. the, the uh, as a reminder, everyone, KevinJRoberts.net is the website. Our secret word tonight is Oscar. Again, our secret word tonight is Oscar. And with that, we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to Attention Talk Radio. We'll return in a moment. Your life. Your world. Your choice. This is Attention Talk Radio. Change your life by learning more about managing ADHD. Other places give you a few tips. The ADD Coach Academy will change your life. To find out more, go to addca.com slash ATR. That's addca.com slash ATR. Make every moment count with Time Timer, a sensitive solution for ADHD time management. It shows how much time is left using a bright red disc that gets smaller as time passes. To place an order for a Time Timer, all you have to remember is Timetimer.com. You can't go off to college with them, but we can. Visit edgefoundation.org to learn more how an edge coach can help your student reach their full potential. You can also call 206-632-9497 and use promo code EDGE and get a free college success guide. Could hiring an attention coach really help you move forward? (laughs) Does a child get wet when they dive into a swimming pool? You can get started moving forward today. Just call Dig Coaching Practice at 813-837-8084 and schedule a free consultation. Tell us you heard about us on Attention Talk Radio and get 50% off your discovery session. For more information, visit digcoaching.com. Don't delay. Do it today. And now, back to Attention Talk Radio. Welcome, everybody. We're back here with Kevin Roberts talking about how he's watching the movie Schindler's List. It caught his eye, did a little bit of research. I um, shared with us a lot of overwhelming evidence that would suggest that Oscar had ADHD, uh, struggled in many facets of her lives. Um, many out there have seen the movie. Some haven't. Uh, Kevin, can you just kind of talk about uh, the nature of the movie, what Schindler did at the, in the end with regard to the Holocaust? Yeah.
0: yeah, and first of all, I just heard on that commercial, David Gork of the ADD Coach Academy, Uh, Shout out to David, because he wrote the foreword uh, to my book, and it was a pleasure working with him. Um, You know, Jeff, so many things that he did uh, were extraordinary. Uh, He, I mean, if you've seen the movie, you know, some of this you're going to know, but he pulled multiple dozens of people off of trains that were bound for death camps this just didn't happen in the third Reich. and by doing these these types of things he put himself in danger over and over and over again he was in fact arrested by the gestapo at least i think it's four times where he was put into uh confinement for a number of days each time because of his tendencies to help jewish people in 1942 um, the trains were rolling from Krakow to a, a death camp called Belzec, which was a pure death camp, and people were being killed, and nobody knew what was happening. Oscar Schindler drove his car from Krakow to Belzec. In those days, it might, must have been a four- to five-hour journey, and he was determined to find out what was going on there, and he could not penetrate the security cordon. But what he did is he interviewed Polish residents around that area and found out that people were going in, but few supplies were going in and no people were coming out, and he determined that these people were probably being murdered, and that's when he upped his efforts to help uh, Jewish folks. He had himself smuggled in the back of a truck out of Krakow and made his way to Budapest in Hungary to meet with a, several of the Jewish relief agencies, and he brought back medicine and money to give and distribute to people in the ghetto you don't um this is something you don't see in the movie um he at the end of the uh, movie i mean this this is going to illustrate what i'm going to tell you right now it's going to illustrate that creativity that creative brilliance that many adhd people exhibit and as you pointed out jeff exhibit in crisis in the, the winter early spring of 1945 uh Oscar Schindler noticed that there were pits being dug about a kilometer, half a mile from his factory, that the SS themselves were digging these pits. And he surmised that they, these pits were probably going to be for the disposal of the bodies of his workers. And he was dealing with Commandant Leipold, who was a true believing Nazi. And he, he did not know how he was going to save his workers, and he did something quite extraordinary. He brought Leipold to the factory one night and got him extremely drunk. And under the influence of alcohol, Commandant Leipold confessed to Oscar that he felt bad, that he was simply, quote-unquote, guarding Jews in the interior rather than fighting for the fatherland. And Oscar Schindler said, well, let's get you ready for the front. And he took him outside, had a couple cases of grenades brought out, and he induced Commandant Leipold to engage in hand grenade practice. And there were multiple explosions, and it was quite disturbing. The next day, a general from the local garrison shows up at Oscar's factory, and he wonders what in the heck's going on. And he, on the spot, fires Commandant Leopold, and from that point forward, there was a new commandant, and that commandant was much more pliable to the wishes of Oscar Schindler. That is how Oscar Schindler saved those workers. It was what I call ADHD intensity-driven brilliance.
1: Wow, what a great story! And I like how you said ADHD intensity-driven brilliance. Um, we've done a lot of shows on dopamine. One of my favorites is Dr. Kenneth Bloom. Uh, some time ago, which by by he's doing a lot of research now. We have genetic tests that can determine your predisposition to addictive behavior, and right now they're doing clinical trials on one that it's will it's a cheek swab that's determines your predisposition to ADHD. It is not a diagnostic tool as of yet, but it's real exciting. In that show, I was interviewing him. And the first question is Dr. Bloom, are we addicted to drugs or addicted to dopamine? He said, you know what? It's a really great question Jeff because we're actually addicted to dopamine. Everything that we that we do or that we we have addiction problems with impact that level of dopamine whether it's uh, just sex drugs, rock and roll, smoking uh, nicotine, acts, daring, gambling, shopping, all that kind of stuff. And it's really pretty funny because the correlation between ADHD and addiction is relatively high and there's a little bit of a rush that's here and a lot of people with ADHD, when when you have that intensity, it's almost like, a, and again, I've got to be careful, I'm suggesting it's almost like a self-medicating behavior. Everybody, I'm not a physician and everything, but I'm just using it as a metaphor and the way you described this and what he did was pretty amazing, particularly if he's pulling people off trains and stuff and putting his own life in peril, it's like, it's it's, it's, it's kind of treating his ADD and saving people at the same time. I mean, it's it's really kind of cool. It's brilliant.
0: Yeah, and, you know, one of the things that I mention in the book, I go into some genetic variations, and one of the genes that's been widely studied is called the 7-repeat allele of the DRD4 gene, which is a dopamine receptor gene. And that gene variant is found in high percentages among addicts, people who you could call thrill seekers, bungee jumpers, skydivers, et cetera, and people with ADHD. And I'm pretty sure with his thrill-seeking behavior as well as struggles with addiction that Oscar Schindler uh, possessed that genetic variant uh, of the DRD4 gene. So it, it is interesting when you get into the brain that people like Oscar have different brains and brains that make uh, you know, the mundane realities of life sometimes very difficult. But as you say... You add the right level of intensity, and they can often achieve monumentally, and in Oscar's case, I say epically.
1: Wow. And so I'm just going to give us – this is a pretty big endeavor. You saw the movie, you did the research, and then finally you wrote the book. Is it really just a book of his life, or is this, was it intended to inspire others with ADHD? Just tell us about that a little bit before we pull this together.
0: It, it, is, it is written in a story form. It's written in a narrative form to make it easy to read. So it's not a dry history. And I, I wrote it with the idea in mind that people would enjoy reading it. It is, first of all, I have taken groups of people and groups of ADHD young people to Poland during which we visited Oscar Schindler's factory in Krakow, visited Auschwitz, the Krakow ghetto, other Holocaust sites, because I believe that the message of Oscar's life is empowering to all of us but especially to ADHD young people. So I this book is about empowering ADHD people and empowering the loved ones to know how to work with people who are like Oscar. At the end of every chapter there's five chapters to the book at the end of every one I have a section called Raising Schindler and it offers nuts and bolts uh, nuts and bolts techniques of how to put into place the lessons that Oscar Schindler's life Has to offer. So it's a book about the Holocaust. It's a book about Oscar Schindler. It's a book about ADHD, and it's a book about how to help ADHD people find their unique way of changing the world.
1: Wow, very very inspirational. And for those listening, what's the easiest way for them to get the book?
0: The easiest. Well, you can go to my website. If you go to www.kevinjroberts.net, don't forget the J and it's .net. Or you can simply go to Amazon. And put in Schindler's Gift, S-C-H-I-N-D-L-E-R-S, Schindler's Gift.
1: That's awesome. And so, uh, Kevin, I really appreciate you coming on the show and sharing this. I mean, I, I think there's a lot of, of, of stuff wrapped up here. Um, it's in, the show's inspirational. Um, the book is inspirational. I hope everybody who tuned in today really, really kind of got inspired. Well, I encourage you to go, um, go, uh, to go p- p- pick up the book. Uh, with that, before we close, anything else? Any final thoughts, insights, anything to share?
0: Well, I want to tell you something about myself, because you mentioned my master's degree in ADHD studies, and I have my detractors who don't believe that that exists. That was a degree that I did through a professor of psychiatry from Wayne State University Medical School, Arthur Robin, who many people know, and Antioch University. And I studied with experts all over the country. And the reason I say that is because I think my life and Oscar Schindler's life point to a, a strong underlying reality that ADHD people can succeed and they can succeed incredibly, but often the path that we have to take to get there is a non traditional one. It's forging a path, you know, through the woods a little bit to find our own unique way of making a difference. And I think that's ultimately what this book, Schindler's Gift, points to. And let me tell you, Jeff, it's been a real pleasure to share this message with you and your listeners, and I hope to come back one of these days as well.
1: Absolutely. We really appreciate everybody. Again, it's KevinJRoberts.net. Don't forget the J, and don't forget the net at the end. And with that, Kevin, thanks again for coming on the show. My pleasure. Everybody, we hope you've enjoyed this edition of Attention Talk Radio. Have a great week. Catch you later. Bye.